Welcome to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health. I'm Dr. Rob. Thanks for listening. Today I am not going to talk about your health. Well, perhaps this pertains to your mental health. You see, I wear two hats as a doctor, and one of them is that of a pediatrician. Since I've been seeing children for over 15 years, I know what normal is for children and what to worry about. Much of pediatrics is simply reassuring parents that their child is normal. This is clearly the case in the common child behavior that I'm going to cover in today's podcast, temper tantrums. Let me remind you that this podcast is for informational purposes only. My goal is to add to your medical knowledge and translate some of the weird medical stuff you hear so that when you do go to your doctor, your visits will be more fruitful. I don't intend to replace your doctor. He or she is the one you should always consult about your own medical condition. But I'm sure you knew that already. Back to temper tantrums. My experience in this area goes beyond that of a pediatrician. I am the father of four children. Not only did we have four children, we had our first three kids very close together. Our third child was born before our first one turned three. Yes, it was pure insanity. After our third child, we figured out the cause of these babies and took countermeasures. Our fourth came four years later. My wife is a terrific mother and generally enjoys the role, but one experience stands out as one of her blackest moments. She was in Walmart with the three young kids. They weren't bad children, but the label laid back didn't apply to them either. They were boisterous, loud, and very curious. In short, they were normal. One of the kids had not gotten something that they wanted and started screaming. Not wanting to miss out on the fun, the other kids joined the screaming fest. As she frantically tried to quiet the tumult, she noticed the searing glances of the other shoppers. One man nearby muttered loud enough to hear, If I had five minutes with those kids, they'd behave themselves. She was humiliated. She felt like she was the worst parent ever and expressed this in tears to me that evening. Since then, I've heard many similar stories from the parents in my practice. When I see that traumatized look in their eyes, I tell them one thing. It is not your fault. Really. Between 12 and 24 months of age, the children go through a developmental phase in which they learn the art of humiliation. They scream, they hit, they bite, they throw things, and they often wait till they're around other people to do it. When a child is under a year of age, they really don't understand the outside world. To them, they are the world, and everything else is there for them to experience. They come out of this phase around their first birthday, realizing that not only are their mommies and daddies different from them, they don't always do what the child wants them to do. Sometimes mommy goes away. Sometimes daddy says no. Sometimes they have to go to bed when they want to torture the dog. And how do they handle this new realization? They try to control their environment by brute force. They scream. They do this to keep mommy from leaving. They do this to teach daddy he shouldn't say no. They do this to get what they want immediately. This is a normal developmental phase children go through in the second year of life. It's not a sign of bad parenting. It's normal. I repeat, it's normal. Now, this doesn't mean that you should reward your child for acting in ways that make you consider hard liquor for both you and your child. How you react to them when they do go through this phase will determine if you fight this battle when they get older. Believe me, you want to go through this phase as quickly as possible. Before I get to my quick and dirty tips on the subject, let me mention one more group of people. There are some parents whose children don't throw temper tantrums. 
The children are always polite and kind to animals. They always sleep through the night and their diapers never stink. These are the people that make the rest of us insecure, even though they may think it's their great parenting that caused the child to be so angelic. I can assure you it has very little to do with them. Sometimes I wonder if these are the people who write books about parenting. Don't worry. These people are the weirdos, not you. Their kids are the aberrations, not yours. Just forget they exist and hear my advice, okay? So now, here are my quick and dirty tips for dealing with temper tantrums. Tip number one, don't grab the tiger by the tail. The whole point of a temper tantrum is to put on a show so the child gets what he or she wants. Ignoring the show is the best way to handle it. But if it's impossible to ignore, stay calm. We used to say, I can't have you throw a fit in here. If you want to throw a fit, you'll have to do it in your bedroom. Once you're done, you can come back out. It's a major downer to throw a fit by yourself. Disciplining the tantrum will only bring attention to the child. It will make this normal behavior into a battle of wills. Don't do it. Besides, it's not bad behavior. It's just loud. Tip number two. Avoid public humiliation. If your child makes you fool... If your child makes you feel foolish whenever you go to Walmart, don't go to Walmart. That may be impossible in some circumstances, but I've seen many parents bring their 18-month-old child to a quiet restaurant or a movie theater. That's a recipe for disaster. You may end up being a homebody for a year or so, but that's just one of the prices of parenting. Tip number three, if you can't avoid, distract. Sometimes you can't avoid going to the grocery store with your child. When you do go in public, bring along ways to keep your child distracted. When they do start to scream, find some way to get their attention. That may seem like giving into the tantrum. Perhaps it is, but there is a small issue of survival that needs to be considered. Tip number four, coat yourself in Teflon. Somehow you need to ignore those busybodies that tell you you're spoiling your child and those hairy eyeballs you get from the people in the store. They are wrong. Strengthen your resolve possibly by talking to your pediatrician or friends who understand, or by listening to this podcast a hundred times. Whatever it takes, you need to believe that you're doing the right thing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg of parenting, but that's all I have time for in this podcast. I hope that I've talked some parents off the ledge, now that I've explained that they're not the worst parent ever. You aren't. If you have topics you'd like me to address, Send them to housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com or you can call area code 206-337-5895. You can also Twitter your suggestions to me at housecalldoc or become part of the housecalldoctor throng on Facebook. Now mind you, I am getting a whole lot of suggestions so I won't be able to do your topic right away, but I am taking suggestions right now on Facebook. And as always, you can find me at my blog, Musings of a Distractible Mind, at distractible.org. Catch you next time. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm.